Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. Find your place. This is what I tell my cats when I want them to settle down in one spot. And I guess you can surmise how helpful that is. I found Find Your Place on a post-it in the back of a notebook I've been using and wondered why I'd placed it there. I'm sure it was meant to trigger something to write about, so I decided to give these three words some thought. As it pertains to cats, find your place is virtually useless. No matter how many times I told the cats to do this, they ignored it. It's not that there are so many places for them to find to alight. They're basically their beds, of which there are three for the two of them, near the water bowls, also three, on the sofa or on my lap. I suppose if I'm being all-inclusive, I should mention their hiding places, which well, might be on a chair underneath the tablecloth, in a small kitten round scratcher with a hole to the inside, or perhaps under the clothes in the closet. Sid used to hide on top of the refrigerator, but since I remodeled the kitchen, that space is gone. Now, well, I really tell them to find their place, and I believe we're all happier. When I consider how to find my own place, my thoughts scatter all about my life. I found my place in grade school by pushing the boundaries a bit, but mostly being good and following the rules. By middle school, I'd made up my mind that rules were meant to keep me from having a good time. My mother took it upon herself to use the years from seventh to ninth grade to improve my looks and my behavior. I got braces, hideous steel wrapping around each tooth in my mouth to go with the glasses I had to wear to see anything at all. I had a tendency to pronate when I walked, so I wore saddle shoes with a brace on the inside of each shoe to correct this. Let me be the first to tell you that no one wore saddle shoes at that time, and I mean nobody at all. No one in school had to dress in clothes that were in style my mother thought appropriate, so my best friend put her old Ouijan loafers in my locker along with a change of clothes from her closet every day. I always came early to school, which greatly pleased my mother so I could change into cooler duds before everybody arrived. It all worked fine until I did something I wasn't supposed to do. Well, perhaps I talked a little too much, maybe. And I was detained after school to scrape gum off the underside of the auditorium seats. The principal called my mother to pick me up later than usual, and there I was, sitting on the floor scraping gum in my purloined clothing. When I got to high school, I really, really wanted people to like me. The braces and shoes were gone, but I still had the eyesight problem. I solved that by coming to school a little early and memorizing the shirt color on every boy I liked so I could say hello by name in the halls between classes without wearing my glasses. It worked, and I was damn proud of myself. College was a time of thinking I had found my place, only to find out I had not. My place seemed to shift just about the time I got comfortable or learned how to do something everyone else already knew how to do. Not a pleasant time, but I learned quite a lot about who I was, what I thought, what I didn't know, 
and that I was indeed but just a smidge different from most of the other students. Having a job gave me a chance to spread my wings and try out various careers. Not without more than my share of missteps, but over the long run, I was very successful. I still bent, if not broke, my share of rules, mostly just to see if I could get away with it, but also because I longed in my soul to be a real badass. That place, sad to say, was never mine to occupy. Marriage brought its own set of rules, desires, and unfulfilled wishes, and I noticed a tendency to leave when all that began to wear me down. This is an area I have not yet conquered, and as I'm not allowed by my friends to marry again, I have pretty much let go of thinking that it's a place for me. Once I began to travel, it was all over but the shouting in terms of new adventures. I believe this was the beginning of my seeing that there are so many places that might or might not be mine, but could be a perfect fit for someone else. Parts of almost every place I lived in, with the exception of Saudi Arabia, taught me something about myself, a different way to look at life and the things I was beginning to value that actually had no monetary value. For 15 years, I worked in a law firm with a man I respected and looked up to. Our relationship was one of working through his immense mentality and my sense of humor to find common ground, and once we found that, We were all good, until one day I was walking up the steps to work and realized my soul was dying because I was pouring all my energy into him and the work. His family was flourishing, but I was not. So I had to tell him I was leaving, which was one of the saddest and most necessary things I've ever had to do. That leaving set me on the path to using my skills and work that was meaningful to me and who I was leaning into my intuition and trusting that would not lead me astray, and allowing myself to be more and more of who I am, quirky and eccentric as that may be. I love my home, my cats, my writing, and my life. And may I also say today I love myself. All is good in this little corner of the world, and at least for now, I have found my place. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining, too. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on nowthatyouaskpodcast.com. Bye-bye for now.